show. We are the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. I am Louise Salas, and with me, as always, is my very talented friend, the Mint <laughs> the mixtress DC Gina. <laughs> Am I that supple? Yeah, you like how like you're all intimate and close. Uh, I know. Minty minty. I know. So uh speaking of garnishments, this is uh part one of a two-part series that we're calling Get Bar Ready. And uh basically yeah, 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 any bar. My yeah. bar, your bar, everybody's bar. Um, so uh, Gina's basically going to walk us through, do some step-by-steps step on the essentials of getting um, everything else you need to make amazing cocktails in your own home. And uh, speaking of home, we're in my home. We are. Yeah. And if you <laughs> hear some weird whining, it's my seven-month-old lab puppy. She's upstairs. She'd like to be right here. But she's not allowed. I mean... She's damn cute, though. She's cute. We can put her on here. Well, you know, her name's Olive. Well, it's Olivia, because I couldn't think of a middle name for Olive, but she is named after the martini. But she's crying. <laughs> she's so. crying. She needs the vodka, I think. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> don't we all need a little bit of vodka? So, okay, so let's talk about it. So it's a new year. Yes. It's a new year. It is. And we are going to kind of break down. We do all this, you know, our past year podcast, all we've done is tell people is take this recipe, put this together, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I'm going to show you a little bit on how to get in-depth and actually start with building your bar. Yeah. Okay? The essentials. The essentials. Kind of taking a step in. back, if you will. Yes. So everybody knows you can go to the liquor store and you buy liquor, right? You go, to, you can pick out all these things. You can pick out bitters. You can pick out, you know, uh, different syrups that are made. But what is, you know, making a simple syrup? Yep. It's simply the easiest thing that you can completely do wrong. Overcook, turn it into something else, caramelize it, and then say, <laughs> my cocktail doesn't taste the same. And okay. it's all Gina's fault. And, and then you look at the person and they go, I followed all the instructions, but did you? Yeah. So, I'm going to grab a pot. And you know, I think this stuff, I mean, from what I know and writing the recipes for the last year, writing your recipes up, I know it's easier than it seems. I mean, that making a simple syrup is I think it's overwhelming. I mean, it intimidates people because it's like it's like that first think, step of cooking too. Yeah, I think it's um, you know, like it's the same thing when someone says uh, in cooking like one one. What do they say? You know, melt the butter. Yeah. Well, melt the butter to everybody's a little bit different, right? Yeah. So you, one person melts the butter and they make it brown and they burn it and it's boiling. One person barely melts the butter and then they can't cook the item, right? So I'm going to teach you how to make the simple syrup and start making your repertoire of um, ingredients for your home or even for some bartenders that are out there if they want to follow. So simple syrup is just that. It is literally equal parts. You have simple, you have one part water to one part sugar. Now you can use different things, honey and everything like that, but we're gonna start uh, basic because honey and everything has different temperatures. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. So we're gonna take, we're putting here, we're gonna put our sugar in, okay? And it's just plain white cooking sugar. This is plain white cooking. sugar. It doesn't okay. get any more simple than this, right? Then we're gonna take the equal parts of water. So right now we're gonna do 32 ounces just so you can see it a little bit better instead of doing you know, a cup or a So if you wanted ounces. to do less, you could. Of it's course. just as long as it's one to one. One to one, one to one makes it work. So we're gonna put this on um, 350 degrees and we're gonna let this heat up, okay? Now when you have this in here, the first thing that most people do is they let it sit like this. You cannot do that. You so you need to break stir. up the sugar. Yeah, you have to stir it. Because you want it to dissolve, right? Well, most importantly is what's going to happen is, is that what sugar already has a soluble point, right? Mm -hmm. So chemistry-wise, it's already starting to bind with each other and turn into the next, next, next um, 
Phase. Gen phase, yeah, phase. I couldn't think of the word phase. It's because we haven't had anything to drink yet. Oops. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, are we in your house? I don't. I don't have to drive. Hold yeah. On. Okay, so um, I'm a rude host. I, I should have had some uh, something well, uh, ready for with that us, album, right? Yeah, I should have had it ready. All right. So, so if you look in here, basically what's happening is it's already dissolving. The water was like just room temperature, and this is what room temperature does. Okay. So we're gonna let this sit, and I brought today what is this little fancy gadget it's a candy thermometer thank you for asking um it's uh it's so candy thermometers are really great for two things one did you say candy candy oh for making candy, candy. Oh. or syrups or fudge or I didn't know that existed yes and then or or deep frying uh -huh. right so they're made of glass that are on the outside because they can handle the temperature change and what we're going to do is I'm, I'm going to show you this you have your temperature on there and then you're going to flip it so you can see the temperature so you actually know what you're reading and then you're going to take it and put it in the pot so it's showing to you so we will oh so that you can see it yeah. while it's and yeah. you can watch the temperature so you oh, watch the temperature yeah oh look at that so we so we have the candy thermometer and we, we what basically we're going to do is make simple syrup. we want to keep it around 110 degrees meaning that you're not going to caramelize this and you're not going to burn it, right? So if you're starting to look at it, you can see it's almost clear, right? Yep. Well, this now is technically simple syrup, okay? So you're at 110. You have not boiling, fully um, diluted, dissolved, mm -hmm. right? And you can see you still have a little bit more before you're going to get to crystal clear. Before we get to crystal clear, though, we're going to change this and we're going to actually add a soft fruit, which I love to use is raspberries. Now, you know, there's an argument, can you mash these up? Sure. Can you do whatever you want? Sure. You know, that's up to you. It's, it's your thing. Um, but raspberries are super, super soft, okay? So you're going to let them sit in there, and you can just take them and press them along the side while you're moving your sugar so you're not caramelizing your simple syrup. So it's important to keep stirring then, right? You don't have to keep stirring as much as I'm mashing. You can use a, a mashed potato. Give oh. a, oh, sorry. Yeah. Do you have a mashed potato? Then? I do. Let me get it. Yeah, hold on. So we'll we'll get a mashed potato and we'll just kind of mash it in there, and, <laughs> and just like that you have. Magic. A, I know, and then you have that. So basically, what you're gonna do is you're gonna take it and mash it in there, and you're just gonna get a little bit of pink happening. And what's gonna happen is that this is eventually is gonna come to a boil. But before that happens, so now before that happens, what we're gonna do is put in you know some sort of spice, right? So we have. So if you're doing soft fruit which we have not a hard fruit like an apple or something like that soft fruit like um any berry or anything like that gotcha. you want to kind of stick with what it is right so you don't want to put like raspberries and cinnamon they have two different temper they have two different uh, temperatures where the cinnamon will start leaching out its flavor versus say something like sage or basil or mint so you can actually make the choice right now it's your home your choice what would you like to put in there i love sage 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 it is so if you have we have 32 ounces of water. That's what you're gonna use, how much sage you're gonna put in there. It's about two leaves, two leaves for a quart, right? Oh, okay. So you're gonna take your leaves, you have one. So we'll say this is six for 32 ounces and we'll just, you know, we can bring it down and up. Gotcha. Um, sage goes a really long way. I'm sure if anybody's ever made stuffing or turkey yeah. or- a little sage. Goes and a long, it goes long a really way. long way, especially when it's fresh because you have all this beautiful color and everything that's happening on the leaves. And we're just going to take it and we're going to rub it really quick and we're going to drop it in. This might be a really dumb question because you said fresh. Would you, in any circumstance, use dry? You can, but when you use dry, 
you want to stick with things that are dry. Oh. Because right now you have berries that are going to be done in like a few more minutes. And then if you put in a dry product, it takes longer for it to come back. Gotcha. So you don't really want to like, you don't want to compete with it. Gotcha. So you can see what's happening right now. It's starting to break down. We changed the temperature. If you notice when we put the cool berries in there, it went from 110, it went back down to just a little 90-ish. So when it comes back, it'll start. Now we all know, you know, boiling is what degrees? No, please. No, Jan. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a test. <laughs> um, so when you begin to boil, you do too fast or whatever. You want to, you're going to boil around. Um, now I just forgot, right? Uh, two twelve, right? So, yeah. so same thing, okay? So we're going to let this. We're going to let this. We're gonna, we, don't, we don't want it to reach a rolling boil. Gotcha. So we're going to keep going, and you can see it's getting nice and pink and really pretty, and you can start smelling it. It smells really it good. Smells great. And here's a pro tip. You have friends coming over, you know, maybe you're not the, um, you know, savviest of cleaners. Yeah. Cook this beforehand because it will make your whole house smell really great. Oh, yeah, I bet. And then we'll chill it and then we'll use it, okay? okay. Um, so, just to like recap really quickly, you have the simple syrup, yep. it's a one-to-one -one ratio. Goes to 110 degrees, it's finished. You would take it off at that point, keep simple syrup. So if you're just basic syrup. Yeah, if you're going to do like old fashions or uh, general cocktails yeah. and it calls for simple syrup and like bitters and a, a liquor, that's what you want to use. We're taking this a step up. We decided to do something soft and supple. So we're using a uh, soft herb and we went over kind of a little bit what soft herbs are. You have basil, thyme, uh, mint, sage, and then we're going to use a berry. So we're using raspberries, very soft again. And these all fall into the category. If you're confused, though, what a soft herb is or a soft um, berry is, mm -hmm. you can look these up. You don't have to, like, guess. Like, <laughs> is this soft? It feels soft to me. Well, if it's rotting, yeah, it might be soft. <laughs> but it might don't not have the it. same cooking temperature, yeah. right? Yeah. Or you can always email us questions. You know, we do absolutely. take questions. Absolutely. Which I absolutely love when we well, get a question. So that, please email us. Yeah, to that point, we want you to subscribe, download, and review. And uh, we'll watch your reviews. We always want to hear what you think, if you have any questions, or even if you have a recipe that you'd like uh, some help with or some questions. We're here. Absolutely. Well, when I say we, I mean her, not me. Um, she, is, she, she types the emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't expect me to do everything. All right. So if you look in there, you get this really, really pretty color. Everything's starting to get, um, you know, nice and soft. And we're at generally, I don't know, what are we at? 12 minutes? Yeah. Something about, like that. About 12 minutes. So we're going to let this sit for a second and then talk about what do you do with this. So now let this boil, right? So it's going to come up really quick and then we're going to turn it off and we're going to strain it. Some things that you're going to need in general when you're doing these kind of things is, you know, do you need an induction burner? No. You need a controlled source of heat. You know, turn it on. Like a stove. On, like a stove. Or a medium flame. <laughs> I don't um, flame. What if you do I, a campfire? Do I fit? That would be awesome. Campfire. I would totally be down for that. Uh, campfire and cocktail? Sounds like summer. Yeah. Um, Let's wait, though, a little bit. A candy thermometer, I would say, is a great New Year's, new bar kind of thing to get. It's a good tool. It's a good tool in and general. you just get it at, like, a regular cooking store? Yeah, I think I bought this one at, like, grocery store oh they sell them everywhere you just huh. have to like see they're they're different it's not a meat thermometer they're, yeah. they're it will never read what you need but you're, to so do. you're looking for a candy thermometer you're looking for a candy thermometer gotcha. so now look you got this nice little boil happening and we're gonna let oh, this yeah. go for 60 seconds 
and then we're gonna turn it off because at this point if you let this go for a few minutes you're gonna have caramel and that's not what we want that's a whole nother show that's another thing. <laughs> that's the fudgy show <laughs> we're gonna talk about some fun stuff I mean we're surrounded by vaginas in this kitchen <laughs> staring me right in the face folks um anyway not my vagina no not no. your vagina no not <laughs> vaginas and syrup <laughs> That, not Julie's That's vagina. a sticky situation. That is a different. <laughs> um, we You're love... all weak, folks. 2019 is turning out to be such a different year. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So we're at 60 seconds. We're going to turn this off. We're going to stop the heat. We're going to let this stop, uh, settle for a second. And we are going to take this out of the way. And we are going to get our new tool, which you're also going to update into your kitchen bar repertoire if you don't have one already. This is a sieve or a chinois, being fancy, or, fancy. or a fine mesh strainer. And what this is, is a, um, if you could look at this, this is actually... Oh, yeah, you can see the pattern. There's a pattern there, and if you are really savvy and you know anything about chinois, it is actually, a, it's the same thing as flannel. So if you took flannel, um, so you, they used to strain things in French cooking through flannel bags. And then they realized that they could clean these and not throw out the flannel bags. Yeah. So this is, if you took 10 times the mic, uh, microscope to flannel, this is the pattern you would take. Well, there you have it. I know. Talk about nerdy information That's for totally this new nerdy. year. It's totally All nerdy. All right. So you have, obviously, a hot product. You're going to take, you're going to take this uh, uh, chinois, sorry. You're going to take off your, uh, your thermometer and don't put it on the yeah, other. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, when you have the handy thermometer and it's really hot, do not put it on something really cold. It yeah. will crack. It's warm, though. I mean, it's warm to the touch. It's yeah, that's fine. Hot. No, that's fine. So, so then you're going to take that. Can you hold this for me? Absolutely. You can get your front. I got a job. Here she does. So we have a bowl that is like that it can handle heat. It's Pyrex, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. So we're going to take this and we're going to just strain it, okay? And the reason why we're using the fine mesh strainer is because you have all those little seeds. Now, if you are um, a person that likes to do like a whole bunch of crazy stuff with everything, you could take this and you can make jelly from it. Oh. Um, I like that is my big thing this year is you know reduce your your waste. Mm -hmm. So you can actually take this, put it, and um, make a cute little raspberry spread. That is another show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then if, and here's the other thing. A lot of people tell you to take your spoon and like push it through here. If you want to ruin your strainer really quickly, definitely push a spoon through here. <laughs> if you want to do it and you see the reason why you go to the kitchens and you see people banging and tapping on like this is because it'll come out and then there'll be a point where you shouldn't use any more of it. And we're at that point now. And if you see what's left is literally the skins, a little yeah. bit of cellulose and the seeds. Yep. So it's actually, you know, really reusing it. Wouldn't in certain fruits too, if you start pushing that through, you start changing the flavors too, wouldn't it? Would like tannins come through like, or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, it's interesting to see like what, like what happens. Um, you know, sometimes you want the tannin flavor and not for something like this. Like yeah. if you're like starting to get into seeds and flavoring and, you know, utilizing that stuff for um, bittering agents. Yeah. Yeah. But your simple syrup, you don't necessarily. No, I mean, I think this is one of those things where you just, you know, you kind of like, you know, I always tell everybody start, start easy. Don't, you know, don't jump into the complex. I'm going to make this out of a foam and do all that stuff because you have to like learn the basics before you can get yeah. good at anything else. And like, how to walk before you run. Yeah, but like technique and finesse and like how to shake a cocktail. Like yeah. it's silly to say, but like now you get to see what we're doing. Yeah. 
um, it, it makes it a little bit easier because you know you can go to a bar and watch a bartender you know shake a drink and you're like oh it's it's so good I love it and then you go home and you just why doesn't mine taste the same yeah well, you know you know here we go yep. all right there is an art form all right I think we need to get some glasses okay so we are gonna make this cocktail so now we have this beautiful sage and raspberry syrup and we put it into a smaller container that's more you like you can actually handle. <laughs> um, and then we're going to make, because we're in your house, obviously, a tequila drink. Sure. So we're going to use an Anejo tequila, and I'm making one for myself, so we're going to double this up for two ounces of Anejo each cocktail. We're pouring this into a shaker tin, and then we're going to use um, a different uh, a different kind of um, substitution for um, Quantra, we're gonna actually use a little bit of Patron Citron. So it's actually made from tequila with a citrus flavor, so it's a liqueur. It has orange flavor, something similar to what you would use if you were gonna make this cocktail. Gotcha. With uh, like a triple sack or a Quantra. Gotcha. And now we're gonna put, for each cocktail, we're gonna put one ounce of our syrup. So two cocktails, we'll be two ounces in. And like I say all the time, you cannot skimp on the fresh juice. Never. You want to buy fresh juice already pressed, that's fine, but make sure it's fresh pressed. If it's in aisle five and there is no refrigeration, <laughs> that is not fresh lime juice. So we're squeezing that in and like that smell is just off the charts, right? Yes. What's better than lime and raspberries? We got like tequila. Um, the tequila is definitely my I mean, it's so nice. It warms my heart. So we got... So <laughs> and my tummy. <laughs> yeah. So we have an ounce in there for both, you know what I realized? You need some more ice? Nice. Give me another job. I know, another job. Louise is on two different jobs today, which is kind of different, really. I love it. Look at that. Yeah. Look, the sweat on my brow. I know. Well, pro tip, and she did this really well, is that when you're making a cocktail in a shaker and you have a, a two-part shaker tin, you fill the top with shaker so you don't have too much ice and you don't spill, okay? So we're going to take it and we're going to shake it. I like how you said you won't spill. Well, you know, that's the one thing. You have to knock it back once and you take it off and it's like cracking an egg, right? Just crack the shaker. All right, so now we're going to take this and we're going to pour it over fresh ice. Look how beautiful. And now the thing is like we're in, we know how we like it. Some people like this with salt and it's nothing wrong with that. Use a nice kosher salt um, for just a, a, a coarser grade. And then I like to garnish these kind of cocktails just kind of putting the lime directly into the glass um, and not putting a little slip. Just, you know, not for no other reason than it's just really pretty. Yeah. Maybe. All right. There you go. Um, you know, you never, you don't always want a little slot, a little slip. A little, <laughs> you don't always want one. <laughs> it's because it's vagina in the kitchen. There's a giant vagina in this kitchen. I'm just kidding. It's a very cute vagina. Anyway. <laughs> it's not my vagina. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Tequila shots, yes! Here we go! Alright, cheers. cheers. Oh, that's delicious. I'm not putting that down. No, there's no mm. reason to put this down. You know, I was a little, you know, the, the orange liqueur, uh, I'm always steer away from this because liqueurs are so sweet, and often you'll get a cocktail that someone makes and it's like a sugar bomb. 
Yeah. And so, and then you have the simple syrup. It always amazes me when you put those things together that I literally steer away from it because I'm always afraid to get that sugar bomb. But here, this is so well balanced. It's not sweet. Very pretty color, but it's not sweet. It's no. so well balanced. Thank you. Is it the raspberries and the lime that bring So, um, raspberries are very acidic. Mm -hmm. Very, right? Yep. And, you know, when you're using that, you kind of like, what complements it? What takes away from it? Like raspberries and whiskey. Gotta be careful when you whiskey you choose. Yeah. It can get really like astringent. And but tequila and raspberries happen to go really well together. So it's kind of a no-brainer. So go out right in there. Get some tequila, make sure you have raspberries, and your friends will like you better. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers to the new year. <laughs> Cheers. So um, like I said, this was uh, part one of two of our uh, Get Bar Ready, um, where Gina's giving us the step back and showing us the, the simple things or the essential things we need to make um, our amazing, uh, these amazing cocktails at home. Um, and then so you're going to want to catch the next episode, um, which is she's going to go further into it. And we're going to learn something else and something new. And I will be, I will continue to be the clay in your hands. <laughs> and you can mold me. <laughs> This is just so, it's getting all the charts right now. I don't know, Greg, can you mold me? No, I don't know. Um, so if you've missed any of these um, how-to, don't worry, you just go over to designateddrinker.show, that's designateddrinker.show, and she'll have all those step-by-steps and how-tos and whys and whatnots. And what to buy and what not to. Yes, which is awesome. And what to get rid of, that's what we're going to do next. Oh, that's... That's a lot of cleansing. Cleansing. Oh. New year, new bar. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a letter. That's a whole lot better than the other kind of cleansing I'm thinking of, because that's not. I mean, fun. I can sage you. You want me to sage you <laughs> and throw out your liquor? Because that's what's happening next. No. <laughs> All right. So again, part two is our next episode. Um, Anyway, we don't have to close up the bar because we're here at my house. But I say we knock down a few more of these. Uh, duh. Sure. Doing it. Cheers. Cheers.